Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a hypnotherapist, life coach, yoga instructor, and mom. I teach women how to master their minds and take control of their energy to create peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose in their career and life. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. Hope you're doing amazing today. So some of you probably know this about me. I love learning from Dr. Joe Dispenza and I was listening to a talk from him fairly recently and he was talking about stress and I wrote down a few notes and I want to share them with you on the podcast because it's something that we all deal with, that we all go through It's dependent on different stages of our life and what's going on for us, but we do all experience it at varying degrees and intensities. And something that I consistently say is that we have the ability to feel better when we know how to manage our minds because it is our thoughts that are creating our feelings. So in a way, by what we focus on, we do, we can experience more stress or less stress, depending on how we are thinking about ourselves and about the situation. So what I mean by that is, I think I shared this on a very recent podcast episode too, but when we are underestimating ourselves and our ability to handle hard things, then we are probably going to feel more anxious about something in the future that you know might be coming up that's intense or big or you know a project something at work or something with friends or whatever we might feel more stress or more anxiety or worry when we are underestimating ourselves and also when we overestimate the thing right we make it a big deal Um, we fixate on it, we don't let our minds stop thinking about it, we worry about the things that could go wrong. So managing your mind is highly important when it comes to experiencing less stress. And I'll share that as I share some thoughts with you guys. So some things that you need to know. Stress can be turned on by thought alone. So just by thinking about something, like I just shared, you can create stress in the body. So maybe you think about something really bad that could happen at work, like if you lost your job, or if you know something happened to a loved one, or if something happened to your home or your car or whatever. You can think about all these big catastrophes, but like, honestly, you can even just think about something small. Like, what if you got injured? What if you got sick? What if um, your dishwasher broke? What if, you know, whatever. So those things that you think about, that you have an option to think about at any time, they can cause you to feel stress. They don't have to be real. You don't have to be experiencing them. They don't have to be in the present moment. It doesn't have to be true. You can think about it and you can experience stress. So just remember that, that you have the ability to feel better by reminding yourself what is ultimately true, like what is, what is real 
And that alone can just help you feel better because most of the time that we're experiencing negative emotion, it's stuff that's not even real. Like we're thinking about things that are not real, that have not happened. Um, I'm sure I've shared this with you guys, but my husband's a firefighter. And when I don't hear from him after a shift, like usually he'll call me after a morning or after a night shift or on his way home, um, you know, after a, a day shift. And if he hasn't called me by the time that he usually calls me or by the time that they're done their shift, because sometimes they might get off a few minutes early if somebody else comes in early for them. So anyways, if I don't hear from him, I really have to focus on managing my mind because I will start to get worried and there's been times where I hadn't heard from him for a long time and I was like searching like the news to be like, okay, was there a fire that like, is he just stuck at a fire? And I was just like really panicked. Um, so I mean, I've been there. I, I used to struggle a lot with this when my first two daughters were really little and I've had to really work at this one myself because yeah, it can be really, really scary. And uh, once you start to go down that path, you almost find it harder to get out of it, right? So just kind of catch yourself early when you find yourself starting to worry or feel a negative emotion about something because it's going to be easier the earlier you catch it to kind of bring yourself back out of that spiral, okay? Um, The next thing, the hormones of stress are highly addictive. So we can almost crave this feeling inside of us. And for people who have grown up in stressful environments when they were little that becomes their normal because it's what they've always known and so they will almost crave that and if anything is too calm like they might seek out maybe like the danger or create situations that become dramatic or intense or stressful uh because that's what almost like their body is craving is that response that like adrenaline or whatever that comes from being stressed because they are used to that as well so they think that that's they consider that their normal state so you almost need to be retraining yourself if that's something that you've experienced to be in a more calm state, retraining your nervous system, connecting with your breath, slowing down, reminding yourself through the self-talk that it's okay for things to be calm and it's okay for me to be, you know, experiencing, it, it might almost seem like boredom because it's not the dramatics that you maybe were used to so remind yourself that it's not you're not bored it's all good right for you to be it's okay to be calm it's okay to be in a calm and relaxed state the next thing is being in a state of stress causes you to narrow in your focus looking for danger so 
when you, and I'm actually just going to say this next point too, and then I'll unpack it. The hormones of stress make you focus on your outer world. It's not a time to create when you're stressed. It's a time for survival, even if you're not in actual danger. So Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about this because if you're familiar with him or if you're not familiar with him, he is um, doing work with people through his meditations to help them heal. And he's helped people heal just, I mean, just a ton of things. People have walked that maybe couldn't walk before. Uh, I think people have cured their blindness. People have cured diseases. People have changed their whole lives from his work that he does. It's very, very cool. He has books. If you want to check them out, you can just YouTube them as well. Um, you can check out his website if you want to learn more about the work that he does. But very, very inspiring and cool stuff. So he's all about manifestation and creation, right? And he talks a lot about that, but you can't be creating when your body is in a state of stress because those are opposites, right? And so you're not, your body doesn't want to, nor will it create or feel inspired when your body is stressed because it's going to narrow in its focus, like I said, and it's going to focus on the outer world and not the inner world, not the world of imagination because it needs to look for the danger out there in the world that could potentially harm you, kill you, whatever. So when you are stressed, you're you're telling yourself it's not a time to create and you don't focus on your mind or your feelings or ideas or you don't feel inspired because you're stressed, right? And that's what's so interesting is like when we are feeling stressed, like let's say it's something at work, probably what actually would help you is to feel inspired and is to have ideas flowing. So you need to know how to get out of that state so that you can come back into focusing on the inner world, the imagination and the inspiration that will naturally flow to you when you're more relaxed and more calm. The hormones of stress regulate, downregulate genes and can make you sick. So in essence, then our thoughts can make us sick, right? Because your thoughts are responsible for how you feel. So the hormones of stress downregulate genes and can make you sick. You've probably heard that before. You've probably even maybe experienced that. Maybe there's been times in your life where you were pretty stressed out. Maybe there was, maybe you were going through something at work or with family or whatever that was stressful. Maybe a loved one of yours was going through something and maybe you found yourself getting sick. And I know that happened to me and my family when my mother-in-law, after she had passed away, um, we, I, I got really sick actually. And it just, just with like a cold, like it just stuck around for a long time is what I should say. And so 
it's just interesting to think about how those stressful moments of our lives can impact us in that way. So be aware of that if you're experiencing stress and how you can maybe think about things in a different way and also think about yourself in a more empowering way to be able to handle those situations, depending on what they are, right? But like, I mean, anything that you can do, but I know that sometimes with maybe family or illnesses or whatever, those can feel like bigger things, but things like, you know, start with the lowest hanging fruit, like stress at work. How can you not catastrophize and also see yourself as fully capable to handle the things that come up. So the next thing is, he says this a lot too, is if your thoughts can make you sick, then they can also make you well. So just thinking about that is how managing your mind is one of the best practices that you can take on for yourself to experience more ease, more calm, more peace, a more flowing, like positive life. And something that I want to share with you, a couple of things that I want to share with you to help you with that is one of the things I shared on a recent podcast episode, but I'll just share it here as well in case you haven't heard that one, is something from Andrew Andrew Huberman. He talks about this uh, practice that you can do with your breath, which is amazing because our breath is always with us. Another practice that I want to share with you is like journaling, but like you don't always have your journal and your pen with you, nor can you always just sit down and journal for 10 minutes or so. Whereas with your breath, it is literally always with you and you can literally always take the five seconds to breathe more consciously um, and then experience more ease in the body. So the breath is just a full inhale through the nose and then you take an extra sniff or an extra inhale in, like a quick inhale, and then you exhale through the nose. So it's inhale, extra, exhale. And so you want to do that three to five or so times to help calm you down. That will calm your nervous system down. So that is a practice that I really, really encourage you to do. When I talk about managing your mind, like what, what's the best place to start is by doing a brain dump. I talk about this all the time. I talk about it all the time because I know that people hear it and they probably don't do it still <laughs> because I was also that way. But It's really important for you to write it down, write down your thoughts, and then eventually you may not always need to do that, maybe, maybe not, because you'll be able to kind of look at your thoughts just in your, while you're just contemplating things, and you might be able to be more objective with your thinking, and you're going to get a little bit better, and it becomes more of a habit at choosing thoughts that serve you and not choosing those thoughts or taking your focus off of the thoughts that don't serve you. But in the beginning, it will be so eye-opening for you to just write down your thoughts first thing in the morning and or at the end of the day. If you can do both, awesome. Write them down and then study them and look at them and just be like noticing and curious about the contents of your mind. 
and then notice how there is a connection, a relationship, a correlation between how you think and how you feel. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do a brain dump tonight and you do the brain dump and then you're like, wow, like no wonder I was feeling so gloomy today. Like look what was in my mind. And it's something that you might be like, okay, yeah, that sounds that's cool. But when you actually do it, when you're actually in that gloomy state and you do it, it's very eye-opening and it's very interesting to see what you've been believing because these thoughts that we think, they come at us fast and furious and we don't really even notice how many thoughts are destructive that we believe and that we think about. So those two practices are probably the most important practices to start with. Um, I also, of course, daily movement, like it's just an absolute must. We live in a fairly sedentary life, society, whatever, and moving your body is absolutely essential to having a body that functions well, that feels good. And a lot of people have stress about their health. So take care of your health, right? Move your body and eat well and drink filtered water and get quality sleep so that that doesn't need to be one of your stresses, right? That doesn't have to be a stress. If you take care of yourself, you won't have to worry about a sickness or whatever because you've been doing the the work that is required for healthy bodies, right? So that's a really good one. And also just even when we get into those kind of maybe ho-hum or gloomy or apathetic states, when I go for a walk with my dog, like I always feel good. And I mean, when I go for a run, I always feel good. And when I do yoga, I always feel good. But like for some people, maybe those things aren't as accessible. Maybe you don't know yoga. Maybe you're not a runner. You don't feel like you're a runner, whatever. Going for a walk is such a great practice. You get outside, you get the sun on your face, you breathe in the fresh air, you can look at the beauty that's all around you, that is nature. I love looking at people's yards. It's springtime right now. I love seeing the green, the plants, the flowers. It's just all so pretty. I always laugh at my dog too. Like he just almost looks like he's smiling when he's walking and he just... He's just funny, right? So it just helps you get into like a better state being outside and going for a walk. And I also know that when I had really little kids that those were things that I was like, oh, it's just so much effort to get outside. But every time I did it, I always was thankful that I did it. And any time that I didn't do it, when I thought that I could or should or would be helpful, usually the state, the gloomy state that I was in just stuck around because I didn't change my surroundings and I didn't change the energy that was kind of like flowing through me. So that's a really great practice that's pretty accessible to most people to just get outside and go for a walk, get the sun on your face, breathe in the fresh air, move your body in some way. And it really does change how you feel and That's just what I want for everyone is to feel good in their body, to feel good about themselves, to feel good about their life, the direction of their life, and be feeling equipped to handle 
the obstacles that are a part of life. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that you will experience less stress because of this. And if you want to take this work deeper, then I highly encourage you to join us inside of the Align membership. You can find out all the details below in the show notes or visit my website, uh, www.meganschmidt.com or find me on Instagram at Megan Schmidt Coaching. And the link is also on there. So thanks again. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. And we'll talk next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Align Wellness Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, I would be honored if you would share it with a friend who also loves personal growth and self-mastery and consider leaving a review on iTunes. If you are ready to take this work and apply it to your life, you have to check out the Align membership. Follow the link in the show notes for the most comprehensive personal growth platform that will help you create a life filled with peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose. I can't wait to see you inside.